What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You can follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Like the Facebook page at the Mitch Davis Show. Read all of my Memphis work at tigersportsreport.com. This is a very special edition of the podcast today. We're going to be joined by Ben Jones of statecollege.com to talk about Penn State in the Cotton Bowl and talk about the matchup with the Memphis Tigers. But before we get in, can get into that interview, I want to thank our sponsors at S.Y. Wilson on the historic Arlington Depot Square in Arlington, Tennessee for their continued support of the Mitch Davis Show. They've got a lot of great sales going on at S.Y. Wilson. They've got your Memphis Tiger needs before you head down to the Cotton Bowl, your Tennessee Volunteer needs before you head down to the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. They've got all your SEC needs and all your outdoors needs from bait and tackle and everything else. There at S.Y. Wilson, so be sure you go there and fill your holiday shopping cart full of goodies from S.Y. Wilson. You can follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. I want to thank Ben Jones from StateCollege.com for coming on the podcast today to talk about all things Penn State and also preview the matchup with Memphis ahead of the Goodyear Cotton Bowl game on Saturday, December 28th. I am joined now by Ben Jones of StateCollege.com, reporting on Penn State football before the Cotton Bowl. How you doing, Ben? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to this trip, so it's, it's good to be back in bowl season. Let's talk a little bit about this Cotton Bowl. This is you guys' first uh, New Year's Six Bowl, first Cotton Bowl in several, uh, several years. What does this mean to the Penn State fan base? Yeah, I mean, I think if you're a Penn State fan, you look at the success Penn State's had over the past couple of years. They've been to, you know, the Rose Bowl. They've been to the Fiesta Bowl. Um, you know, last year they were in the Citrus Bowl, and now they're back in a New Year's Six. So I think it's, you know, it's a continuation of a solid run of success. But at the same time, you know, Penn State lost the Rose Bowl. They lost the Citrus Bowl. They won the Fiesta Bowl. So I, I think, uh, you know, the Penn State fans hoped that they were going to beat out Wisconsin for a spot in the Rose Bowl. I think that's fair to say. Uh, but at the same time, I think, you know, a lot of people see this as an opportunity to try and get another New Year's Six Bowl victory and really, uh, you know, turn Penn State's bowl record under James Franklin around. They've had a lot of ups and downs in the postseason. Um, so I don't know if the excitement was there right away because the allure of playing Oregon in the Rose Bowl was very much on the table. Um, but I think just about everybody has talked themselves into this game and, and certainly the players have, which is probably, you know, at the end of the day, the most important thing. Let's talk a little bit about James Franklin's new contract. Is that the basically is that the right move for recruiting to do it before the bowl game? I know he had been mentioned for Florida State, and what are your thoughts on that contract extension? Yeah, I mean, normally when when James has been extended once before, and when he first signed at Penn State, both of those contracts were made public the same day. Um, it, it, it turns out that this contract hasn't been signed yet. I talked to athletic director Sandy Barber the other day at Penn State's local bowl media day. Um, she said everything is agreed on. Uh, they're just sort of drafting all the papers. So I think really when you look at the timing of the announcement, you look at the fact that, that James's name had come up in a couple different places. Um, he denied ever meeting with Florida State. We'll probably never know how true that is. Uh, but ultimately, you're, you're right. I think this is about recruiting. This is about stability. You say, look, we agreed to all these things. So we're going to iron out the nitty-gritty sign it, and then by all accounts, they're going to release those terms again. Uh, pretty much everyone's understanding is that this contract is a lot more about uh, money for the support staff, money for the things around the program than it is 
James Franklin's own bottom line. I'm, I'm sure he'll get a raise in here somewhere. Uh, but ultimately, this is about stability. This is about investment. Um, and, and it's a move that Penn State was uh, smart to make at this time of the year. Let's talk a little bit about the matchup before we get into the head-to-head type stuff. You guys, last year against Kentucky, it seemed like you guys were overlooking the Wildcats, possibly saying, okay, it's Kentucky, we're going to come in here, should win. What is the mentality going into Memphis? Kind of the same type of program that, that like Kentucky, has been down in the years before. First kind of year that they've reached a really good bowl game. Talk about what the preparation is uh, for a team like Memphis. Yeah, I mean, I think when you talk to players, and we, we got the chance to talk to them earlier this week, or, or last week, rather, um, you know, there's an excitement for it. You're playing in Dallas. You're playing, you know, in the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. You're playing a team that puts up a lot of points. You're playing a team that's also ranked. Um, you know, I, I think last year, you know, that was a difficult game for Penn State because Kentucky is sort of, you know, on this, this uh, you know, generational ride through their season, having a great year, and Penn State had been kind of struggling the entire season, um, and had, to a certain extent, not quite lived up to its own expectations. But I think you had teams sort of trending in different directions. Penn State had its own issues, and I think uh, to a lesser extent, you get a little bit of that year this year because Memphis is obviously very good, and you know, probably has been better more recently than Kentucky was. But at the same time, you have a program that's enjoying a lot of success in Penn State. Um, you know, I wouldn't say by any stretch that they've underachieved this year, maybe overachieved a little bit, but there's still that sort of lingering feeling of, you know, do they leave a little meat on the bone? Um, so I, I think, you know, you get a similar sort of thing there, but ultimately when you talk to players, you know, they're excited about a bowl game. They're excited about the trip. I think sometimes the, the narrative of not caring or the narrative of, uh, oh, it's only Memphis and it could have been Oregon or, oh, it's only Kentucky and it could have been someone else. Uh, there's some truth to that, but at the end of the day, I think that's one of those things that fans and media people like ourselves like to project a little bit more because when you just talk to these guys, they just they seem excited to play. They seem excited to play in Dallas, and they seem excited uh, to play Memphis. Let's talk about these two Memphis running backs. I know last year in the bowl game, uh, Penn State faced off against Benny Snell in Kentucky. This year, it's Kenny Gainwell and Patrick Taylor for the Tigers. How do they match up against that Memphis uh, double-headed monster, per se? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if you're Penn State, the thing that you really want to see is a lot of a running back because really, you know, Penn State's defensive strength this season has been in its linebackers, has been in its defensive front. Um, Utah Gross Mathis has already declared for the NFL draft, but he's going to play in that game at defensive end. Um, Shaka Tony is going to play. There's just a lot of meet Robert Windsor up front. Um, ultimately, Penn State's weakness has been, um, you know, stopping some of these chunk plays, and some of that has to do with the fact that, uh, you know, Penn State has thrown a lot at the run this season. So, uh, you know, any time that you invest a lot of guys in the box, you're going to open yourselves up to, a, you know, one-on-one matchups down the field, and teams have been able to exploit that. So I think, you know, if you're Penn State, end of the day, you want to be in a position where you're going up against running backs. Um, but, you know, we said that last year um, in Kentucky, and Benny Snell, like you said, managed to have a pretty good game. He's a fantastic running back. Um, and any time that you're able to face two running backs that, are sort of to a certain extent doing the same thing. You're kind of facing one running back that never gets tired, and that's you know certainly not a good thing if you're Penn State's defensive front. Um, but when it's all said and done, if, if Penn State had to pick its poison, it's probably that one. Sticking on this Penn State defense a little bit, Memphis scores well over 40 points a game. Can they keep up with that high-octane offense of the AAC, of the SEC, or do they rather play it in that slow, grinded-out Big Ten football-style uh, football? 
Yeah, I mean, it's a good question, and that really comes down to a lot of the conversations that you know people on on this side of the the, the, the river, so to speak, have had about Memphis, which is you know how exactly do you measure that offense? I think ultimately. You know, if you are putting up a lot of points every single week, you're doing a lot of things well. And it doesn't matter who you're doing it against, but you're doing it well. And that's something to be respected. At the same time, I think you look at Memphis' schedule um, and you say they're putting up a lot of points against a lot of teams that are different than the kinds of teams Penn State's been playing. Um, you know, Penn State's pretty much played, you know, the back half of the season now that they're playing Memphis, the ranked team. Uh, six of their last eight games will have been against teams in the top 25, which is kind of. Um, astonishing when you really think about it. it. That is, you know, at the same time, not to take anything away from Memphis because I think when you do things well, when you win this many games, when you end up in a New Year's Six Bowl, you're doing a lot of things really well. Um, but, you know, I, I think Penn State's defense has certainly seen, um, you know, playing Ohio State, they held Ohio State to the fewest points that Ohio State scored all year. And, you know, quite frankly, and this has nothing to do with Memphis, I don't think there's many teams better than Ohio State. So I think if Penn State can go into Columbus and do that, um, you know, they've got to feel pretty confident about their chances against anybody else, Memphis included. But there's no doubt. You play a team that can put up a lot of points. They do things well. Um, that's something to be respected. And it doesn't matter who they played five weeks ago because they put up that many points and you got to stop them to that. Going over to the Penn State offense, what are some of the highlight points maybe that will be the booster for this Penn State team onto victory uh, on Saturday? Penn State, to a certain extent, goes as K.J. Handler goes. Uh, he's as fast as anybody in the country at this point. Um, he is probably a better receiver with the ball in his hands than he is necessarily catching it. He is not an outstanding hands guy. He's not going to be someone, you know, partially because of his size, because he's not very tall. He's not the guy that's going to be catching end zone fades over someone with one hand or anything like that. Um, Pat Firemuth is a, a Mackey Award finalist and probably is going to be a, a front runner next year. Uh, for that award now that he's said that he's coming back to Penn State. And Sean Clifford, he didn't play against Rutgers the last game of the year. Penn State's starting quarterback, uh, he got banged up against Ohio State. He's been banged up for the better part of the back half of the season. Um, they opted to sit him to get him healthy. He's still not fully 100%, but all indications, both from James Franklin, both from seeing brief practice windows um, last week, you kind of get the feeling, and they've said as much that you know they did this to get him healthy for the bowl, and they expect him to be at least healthy enough to play. So it'll be interesting to see what Sean Clifford's legs are like because when Sean can run, um, he's not quite as uh, deadly as Chase McSorley, although I think he's about to put up more rushing yards than did his fresh or his first year starting. Um, you know, when he can do both of those things, uh, Sean Clifford is a very good quarterback. So I, I think it's just a matter of don't beat yourself. Get the ball to KJ and Pat. Um, and really, you know, the issue that Penn State's had all year on offense is they're kind of you know, two-dimensional in the passing games in terms of guys they've thrown it to. I think if they can get Jahan Dotson involved, um, if they can find a, a Daniel George or somebody farther down that depth chart in the receiving room to kind of step up in this bowl game, uh, you know, it gives KJ more room, it gives Pat more room. Um, so, you know, it, it's just a matter of don't beat yourself. Are you healthy? You do all the things you've done all year. Last question for you. How do you see this game going uh, for Penn State? And what are the keys to the game, the two or three keys, that Penn State has to do for victory? Yeah, I think, you know, the first and foremost, if you're Penn State, you've got to match the energy and emotion that Memphis is going to bring because, you know, like we said, you, you, you know, Penn State's playing a team that's having a very good year uh, relative to not only the rest of the country, but relative to how the program has done in the past. So I think anytime you've got a team that feels like it's sort of on this 
special run, you've got to up your game a little bit. In terms of football, you know, Penn State can't turn the ball over. It can't beat itself. You know, it probably lost to Minnesota because it got in its own way a little bit. Still almost won that game in spite of that. Um, you know, so I, I think it's showing up with that energy, showing up and, and playing the way they pretty much had all year. Um, you know, the defense has got to avoid giving up chunk plays, you know, uh, find ways to keep the receivers in front of them because that's been an area where they've, they've struggled a little bit, get to the quarterback. It's all the same sort of fundamental things that you say in every top 25, top 25 meeting. End of the day, you know, I think Penn State's resume in terms of all the teams they've played, the talent that they've got, I think Memphis is very good and better than people give them credit for in terms of the perception a, your average Penn State fan might have about quote-unquote, the Memphis program. But I, I think end of the day, Penn State's been playing ranked teams all year. They've beat just about everybody. They've played on the road at Iowa. They've played on the road at Ohio State. they beat Michigan at home. They've seen everything at this point. Um, you know, And I think ultimately that sort of thing pays dividends in a bowl like this where you know, you're playing a good team, but you're doing it in a weird environment. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a good game. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a close game. Uh, but I think Penn State's got in terms of just football things, you know, just one too many uh, for Memphis to handle. Ben, tell everybody where they can find your awesome work and your Twitter handle. And also, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today as well. Yeah, thanks for having me. And my uh, Twitter is Ben underscore Jones 88. Um, and you can find all of my, since you said it, awesome and amazing work at statecollege.com. Uh, I'll be down in Dallas uh, the evening of Christmas and there until the day after the game. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Hey, Ben, thank you so much, man. I greatly appreciate it. Good luck to Penn State in the bowl game. Awesome. Thanks, man.